How do you get over the fear of visibility and build a strong, authentic, and irresistible personal brand? How do you become a confident and outstanding public speaker who captures attention from the stage, whether that is a virtual speaking gig or actually standing in front of an audience? How do you achieve the celebrity, influencer, and authority status in your industry? How do you become more discoverable on social media? How do you upgrade your message to attract premium clients and leverage digital media to scale and grow your business, influence, and impact worldwide? Hello, welcome back. I am Joanne Chan, your host for the upcoming and first ever Confidence and Visibility Summit 2023, a three-day summit taking place between 22nd to 24th February, lined up with some of the most successful, influential, and powerful voice in the industry. I wanted to host this summit because I realized that most coaches, online business owners, service providers, and entrepreneurs needed real help with building their confidence, visibility, and personal branding in the new virtual economy today. I have been blessed to be helping female entrepreneurs for almost three years full-time, so I reached out to some of my friends and asked them to teach alongside me at the summit. You will be learning from the best in the industry, world-class speakers and successful entrepreneurs and learn how they managed to build a seven-figure business from the ground up, generated billions in revenue, launched hundreds of products, created a top 5% podcast with more than 1 million downloads each month and scale their brands globally. So, if you're a coach, consultant, service provider, online entrepreneur, business owners, aspiring speaker, upcoming author, or you want to create your own podcast, courses, or YouTube, or you want to monetize your content, listen, you don't want to miss this, and it is free. So, hop over to www.joyanchan.com slash summit to get your free tickets today, right now, before it fails. Yes, we only have limited tickets, so you want to act fast. And invite all your friends and business besties. We all could use a little accountability, aren't we? Again, that is www.joyanchan.com slash summit. And you can also find the link in the show notes below. I am telling you guys, guys, this is going to be epic. And I can't wait to see you at the summit live. I would have some friends around you or some colleagues who will encourage you along. So again, I'm in a mastermind as a student, as a participant, because I need support for me. I, I need to be able to show yeah. up and say, man, it's been a really hard week and be able to be vulnerable and say that. And what happens when we say that isn't just that somebody can help us with maybe an answer, but it kind of relieves a little bit of the pressure of the emotion of that week. And so having friends or colleagues or a mastermind or a group, just have some people you can be like, I just want to talk once a month and get this stuff out. This episode is sponsored by Get the Law of Attraction. If you have been listening to this podcast, you will know that I am a big believer of the universe and the law of attraction. Get the Law of Attraction is a spiritual and inspirational company that gives you something really good like chocolate chip cookies to feed your soul and your mind every single day. They provide daily Instagram posts and reels on the universe, gratitude, spirituality for your headache life. They also have an educational course on the Law of Attraction and Gratitude Journal and their links are in the show notes below. Go to their website and use promo code JOYAN, J-O-Y-A-N when you sign up to get $25 off. 
As the world continues to shift, many experts are trying to build high-ticket groups for additional income, lead generation, or impact. Our guest today teaches experts how to generate leads, close high-ticket sales, and build strong transformational groups and mastermind. He has his own digital agency. He leads two masterminds of his own and has learned many of these lessons the hardest way. While he's doing all that as an entrepreneur, he's actually spending most of his time raising his five kids, exploring world communities and trying his hand at adventures like shark diving, ice climbing and running ultra marathons. So the question is, how did he make it? That's why he's here today to share his journey and offer strategies to help you achieve your entrepreneur's dream and create your own success. So guys, help me in welcoming the founder of Group Coach Nation, Chris Williams. Yay. Joanne, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. Likewise, I can't wait. I have been waiting, you know, because I just couldn't. You are so busy. You are such a busy man. It's so hard to book a time with you. So I'm so happy that we are finally connected. So your <laughs> first question is, take us back to the very, 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 very beginning. I want to know how did you get started, you know, in the first place? Like, why did you decide to become an entrepreneur? Hmm. I think I was kind of born an entrepreneur. I didn't know what I was doing, but you have to learn that part. But some of us are like born to not, I guess, not fit in. Mm -hmm. And and you know, you're not like, you're not like your parents or like the culture. And you just don't quite fit that mold of going to work, you know, a regular work day, following everybody else. And so that was me. And, And so I remember like, even as a kid, just constantly looking for ways that I could go out and get a job and do a little work and make a little money and hire the next door neighbor's kid to do the work for me. So I wouldn't have to, I could go find another job. There's all these little things that I'm like, looking back, I'm like, I've been an entrepreneur for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and then I made a lot of mistakes as we all do. And, and hopefully you realize at some point, Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I got to get serious about this. And I got to like actually figure out how to do this really, really well. And that's kind of where things started to change for me. Okay. So you were born entrepreneur. And so what was your first startup business? Oh, when I was 11 years old, I was cutting grass. I was like mowing people's, you know, lawns in, in my neighborhood. And I started that by borrowing a neighbor's lawnmower. So they had a lawnmower. I needed, I needed a lawnmower. So what I did is I traded them their lawnmower. I would cut their yard for free for the whole year if they would let me have the lawnmower. So then I had a lawnmower, had a client for free. So then I went out the neighborhood and got five more clients that were paying me. And I turned that lawnmower into a lot of money. And, and then I realized, oh my gosh, this for five people, I could probably do it for 10 and then 20 and then 25 and then 30 and 50. And I, I eventually sold that business when I was um, 11 years old. I think I was, when I was 14, I hired my first staff member. Oh my God. Because I couldn't drive and the, the it was getting too big. So I had to hire somebody with a car. Um, so I hired like this 20 something year old oh girl to drive me around and like, you know, just take me places, you know? Um, and then uh, when I was 20 or 21, I sold that, that lawn business with three trucks and three crews. Um, and, and, and even at that point, I don't think I realized I was an entrepreneur. I thought, oh, this is just a summer job, but mm-hmm. turns out I think I'm an entrepreneur. Okay. So when did you, when did you get serious about this whole entrepreneurship? Probably, um, I'd say when I was 
20 or 25, I was kind of out of college, out of university and, and realized, you know, I'm just not a good employee. I, I just don't like sitting in a desk doing the same thing over and over. And I realized I wasn't good at being that person. I was good at the job. I would be like employee of the month or the week all the time because I was a really good achiever. But I hated it because I wasn't the one like deciding where we were going. I was always having to take orders from somebody else. And, mm-hmm. and when I realized that, I struggled for probably five more years after that, trying to stay in the corporate model okay, and do all that work, but realizing I don't fit here. Have you ever been that? Have you ever felt that way? Like you just don't fit in the culture you're born into or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So why did you finally decide, okay, I'm, I'm leaving this job. I'm out of here. This is not for me. And then what did you do? Hmm. I, okay. So I finally decided you know, my, my world, like inside me, in my head, in my heart, I'm going to keep being frustrated with life. If I don't just try this out, I got to go try this out. I got to do my own thing. So I did a couple things. And first one is I, I hired a, a coach. I had an expert. I'm so glad I did because I had been trying for like five years to figure things out and it wasn't working when I was just frustrated. Finally, I hired somebody to help me. Like, what do I do? I want to make this change. I want to become an entrepreneur. What do I do? So I hired a business coach and they didn't teach me to build a website or get a new logo or whatever. They taught me like how to go get a client, Mm -hmm. go get a client. They're like, how much money do you make now? And I told them, they're like, well, how much can you charge? And we kind of worked out a little offer. And so I had to go get, I was three or four clients to replace my income. And so They taught me how to go find a client, prospect a little bit, sell someone my services, consulting, and then start work. And once I did that, all of a sudden, I knew I could quit my old job. And so it allowed me to have cash flow. And that's really, really important. As entrepreneurs, we have to have cash flow to make a change. Otherwise, you can't pay the bills. So get clients, get paid, and make the change. But you got to figure out how to get those clients. Okay. So you really know that you want to do coaching or you want to do consulting. While you're having a full-time job. I didn't know. Actually, I didn't know that. But the, the business coach helped me with that. He was like, look, you can either do a job for someone. Um, I knew how to build websites and stuff like that. So he's like, you can go like teach someone how to build a website. Or you can do it for them. Mm-hmm. Or you could consult for them and not do not teach them how to do it. And not do the work for them. But just tell them, here's how to do your marketing or your branding or whatever. Just like you do. You you." You help all these female entrepreneurs with their branding. Like that's such a valuable skill set. People don't know what they're missing out. Exactly. That so everybody lean in. If you got questions on branding, lean in and join. That's your thing. So the the thing that I learned is I could sell my information and the advice for way more money than you can sell the actual service. You can you can sell the the direction, the guidance, the consulting for more than you can just sell doing it for someone. And that's really powerful because you realize that's a better profit margin. It makes more money for you, but it also helps the client like own the spot. They need to like, they need to embody and, and become part of that process. And as a consultant or coach, you can help that client step into the role themselves where they get to become 
the leader for themselves they need to be through the process. And that's way more powerful long-term for the client too. It's better for everybody. So that's the direction we went. So is this the, the five years that you're talking about where, because I read in your bio, in your story, that you tried all sorts of information, like you tried to you know, create all these digital products and services and you completely failed at every single attempt. And you finally gave up after spending so much money, I don't know, like thousands of dollars on advertisement. So yeah, why, like, tell me about that. What happened? Yeah, so the first five, okay, yeah. This is, <laughs> thanks for bringing up my failures. I really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> so the first five years of doing this, what I was trying is I knew, okay, I could do done-for-you services, doing the work for someone. I could, I could like, build an e-course or e-books yeah video coaching series, all these little things. You're like, if I could build this like thousand dollar e-course and sell a bunch of them, I could be rich and never have to work again and just run ads to the funnel and the funnel they check out. And on the Saturday morning at 2 a.m. I'm making money, right? We've all been sold that stuff. Yes. It doesn't work that way, folks. It just doesn't work that way. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, raise your hands. Um, so here's, here's the thing. You got to have an offer that really resonates with an ideal prospect and you got to know how to deliver the goods. You got to be able to do that. Thing is, if you're building an e-course like I was, I spent five years building all sorts of information products and I failed over and over and over. I mean, so hundreds, I mean, oh my gosh, thousands of hours easily. And I added it up recently. I think it was over $200,000 in cost wow. for my team and I, ads, funnels, hours, all that stuff, just figuring this out. And we made, we made a couple thousand dollars, maybe like lost money, like crazy overall. So how did you so, hire a team while you are not making money when you're not making Well, money? I was also still working. So, so I was, I was just had the most expensive hobby ever. Everything I was earning, I was putting into, I got to figure this out, right? Yeah. I got to buy another course, learn how to do it and sell something else. Yeah. Eventually I realized what I think a lot of people had been teaching me. I just never wanted to do the work for is that I was not stopping long enough to find a market. And I know we're all scared to niche down, but find a market, find out what their problems are. What are their dreams, drains, and doubts? The dreams, what do they really want? Their drains, their in, their external and internal fears and dreams, dreams and doubts, drains and doubts, dreams, drains, doubts. I didn't take time to figure out what their dreams were and the drains and doubts that were keeping them from those dreams. Mm. And so I couldn't sell them anything because I might've been a smart guy who could help them accomplish their dreams. But until I really understood what was keeping them from taking action, then I couldn't offer them something that would allow them to take action. And, and if you go and create an e-course or a book or a video series, and it's all done just because you think you got a great idea, like I did, it doesn't sell. The only thing that sells is what the pay, the client, the customer, the prospect wants to buy. Exactly. Yeah. So I learned to sell them what they wanted to buy, which gave them an opportunity to work with me. Mm-hmm. And then I could actually change what they really needed to make their life a success. Okay. Okay. So how did you finally figure it out? Yeah, it's really not that hard. So I finally figured it out because (laughs) it's interesting. So I teach experts how to build masterminds and group coaching programs. So before I did that, I was doing what I just told you. I was failing a lot. I joined a mastermind one time. Mm -hmm. Like I had some friends who were in a mastermind. It was really expensive. It was $30,000 to join this mastermind. 
couldn't believe it. I was just like so expensive. Oh my gosh. First one I ever joined. So I joined this mastermind, 30,000 bucks. And I went to this place where everybody was meeting 50 people. Okay. And we were in Boise, Idaho. And I told the group what I just told you. All these people in the room are like super successful. They're already selling information, doing everything right. I'm like, I'm here to learn how to do this. They're like, Chris, how's the mastermind? I'm like, awesome. Thanks for having me here. No, I'm like, Chris, how's your mastermind? I'm like, guys, I don't have a mastermind. I'm trying to sell e-courses like you guys are doing, books and all stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, dude, you got to start with the mastermind. First thing you got to do is go find the market, figure out what the dreams, drains, and doubts are, and then sell them an opportunity to be one of 10 people who you're going to work with to accomplish those things. That's it. A 10-person group. That was my first mastermind. Seven weeks after I went to that group mastermind, seven weeks later, I had my own mastermind. Wow. It was so fast because they they like forced me to sit down, decide who you're going to work with. Okay. Document their dreams, drains, and doubts. Okay. Now reach out to them and invite them to your mastermind. And there's a lot of pieces in there that have to fit together right, but that's that's the basic formula and it works. Yeah. You, you know, it sounds so simple, right? It's like a simple formula. But- I can tell you, I'm sure you know this as well, being in the industry. So many people, are, they are still not able to first find clients. I have a lot of clients come to me and say, Enjoy, I can't find clients. Where do I find my clients? So how would you answer that question? If someone come to you and say, I don't know where to find my clients. I, I do. I, I do. I know where your clients are. Yeah. It turns out they all have the internet and they all have smartphones and, and computers and they're on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or Clubhouse or pick whatever you want to pick. Your clients are there. The issue is not where do you find them? It's how do you identify them? Can can you go out right now? Let's just use LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram. I don't care. Pick a, pick a platform. Can you go on Facebook or LinkedIn right now and find 100 people that you think ideally should work with you. They're in the right market. They're the right kind of person. You work with female entrepreneurs. Can I find a hundred female entrepreneurs on LinkedIn right now? Uh, Yeah. In five minutes. Okay. Then I got to send them some sort of a connection request and a message Mm. and just let them know, here's what I'm all about. Like, tell me more about you and just build a relationship. People that's, that's literally it. We, we so often complicate this because we say, I don't know where my clients are. Well, now you do. They're online. Um, I don't know how to reach out to them. Well, now you do. Make a list to make a connection request. I don't know what to say to them. Well, here's what to say. It's just like going to a bar and you see somebody who's cute. And you're like, I want to talk to him or her and just see what's going on. Right. And and if you if you walk up and say, hey, you want to get married or hey, here's the key to my apartment. That's weird. Yeah. People do that. They're like, hey, LinkedIn request. Here's a link to my funnel. No. Yeah, I hate that. Come on. Yeah. Be real. All you got to do is say, hey, LinkedIn connection. That was really great. Um, so glad we met. The algorithm recommended we meet. Whatever you want to say. So I teach experts how to build masterminds. What do you do? Mm, okay. Oh, I'm a branding person for female entrepreneurs. Awesome. Tell me more. Like, just, just go meet right? friends. Yeah. <laughs> Have a conversation. I see I receive so many call messages every day. They're just so sick of it. Not just on LinkedIn, yeah. but also on Facebook Messenger and everything. And these are what people do. And um, so 
you're talking about mastermind. I don't want to assume all my listeners they know what is a mastermind. So what exactly is a mastermind? Is it different? Is it the same as group coaching? Yeah. So I own a brand called Group Coach Nation. We have yeah. thousands of people in there building group coaching programs and masterminds. Yeah. Okay. Here's the difference. A group coaching program is typically a bigger, it can have e-courses and maybe like Facebook groups and all these things people can connect. A mastermind is like the pinnacle of that. It's the smallest group. It's like 10, 15, 20 people. And it's more time with you, the coach. Mm -hmm. And it's like the inner circle, the people who are really right there with you. So a mastermind is a form of group coaching. It's just the highest level, um, the the most action, best connection to the to the primary coach, all that stuff is a mastermind. And it's it's more expensive because it takes more of the coach's time, but it also gets amazing results with the clients because they get to like make all of this their own with the person. And that's a really big deal. But all of it though is group style. None of it is one-on-one consulting or coaching. Right. Okay. Um because my, you and I think mastermind is a group of people coming together. There's no coach. There's no leader. Just a bunch of people coming together and talk and brainstorm and, you know, just talk things out and support each other. That's what I thought of mastermind is. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the original form, believe yeah. it or not. Um, I think the book Think and Go Rich uh, yeah. by Napoleon Hill is who popularized that 100 years ago, right? But he kind of got exposed to that through like a lot of industrial revolution leaders like the Rockefellers and DuPonts and those kind of people on both sides of the ocean, Europe and the U S that idea though, think about this way. That idea is ancient. The, if you look at lots of the major religions, there's a key leader and they have a collection of key followers around them that are all accomplishing a similar goal. That is a mastermind. If you go, the farthest I've been able to find this going back is I'd say 3,500, maybe 4,000 years ago in China, there's actually records of masterminds being built. Right. And it was it was regional leaders getting together to share ideas on crop failure issues, harvests, uh, protection, war, politics, um, all those kind of things that they were like, we're going to grow better and stronger if we share ideas. That's as far as I know, those are the first recorded mastermind sessions. Um, but but currently in the past, I'd say 30, maybe 40 years, the the mastermind concept has been led more by people who are a paid expert yeah. in a certain area. Yeah. People pay that expert to put a group together and say, we are going to accomplish this goal together. And that's how that's changed. Okay, so a mastermind is uh, everyone is achieving the same goal. Oh, most of the time, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, so the other question is because you just joined the mastermind and you ask them, shouldn't I start an e you know, an ebook or digital course? Should I do this and like what you guys have done? But why, when they tell you, okay, you need to start a mastermind, why, why is the logic behind? Why, why should every coach, every expert start a mastermind? That's a good question. Okay, uh, two reasons there. The reason they told me to do a mastermind was because I was trying to sell information that I had not proven would sell. I was creating e-courses on my own. I didn't, I wasn't doing it with a market who was already buying it. So they're like, dude, you got to go out there and you got to sell access to this information. 
And once you've done that, then you'll know people want to buy this and then you can create an e-course around it. But until you sold it, don't build it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So a mastermind did that really well, allowed me to get paid while I was building and while I was helping the first 10 people. Okay. okay. The other reason is if you go into one, if you're going to do coaching and consulting and you go into one-on-one, you're ultimately trading your hours for money. Yes. And that is a dead end street. So Join you and I were talking before we got on the recording about like you live a very travel oriented adventure lifestyle, like like I do with my kids and yes. Bill. I love that, but but ultimately you're working with female entrepreneurs, helping with their branding. If you're working with one client at a time, for you to make more money, you got to sell more of your time. Yes. If you're, if you're building an entrepreneur, if you're building in a mastermind as an entrepreneur and you're teaching five people or 10 people at a time, then what's happening is you now have one time block on your calendar per week and you're making 10 times the income and that's all you have to do. And here's the cool thing. It's not just about you. The, the research around teaching and training programs is that, that people, humans, you and me, we change and retain the change five times faster and longer in a group setting than we do with a one-on-one coach or a teacher. So you're actually putting your people in a group is more beneficial to them than helping them one-on-one. It helps you, the coach, and it helps them, the client. Why would we not all be doing this? It, it just makes more. I only join, I'm in a mastermind right now. I'm in two masterminds. As a student, okay, I don't do one-on-one coaching for myself or my team anymore. We always join masterminds to learn now because we believe, like, we change faster when we're the student. Okay, well, that is interesting because personally, I initially, I, I, you know, when I first started, of course, I, I started with uh, one-on-one coaching, but recently, I started group coaching and I just love it. Yeah, and there are some people, you know, I'm sure they will say, ah, I don't like group coaching. You know, I my, my kind of work, for example, if I'm, let's say I'm a healer, energy healer, I can only do one-on-one. I can't, you know, I can't do a mastermind for, for that. Not true. That, not true? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. It's not true though. In fact, um, I'm a person who's been able to receive quite a bit of therapy for stuff that happened to me when I was a child. And, you know, well, we all have our backstories. Yeah. The therapy I've been in a lot of one-on-one therapy sessions and group therapy sessions. My my therapist, um, one of them uh, ten years ago, she was recommending I go to a group um, therapy program, and I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm embarrassed. I don't want to share my secrets. Whatever. She was like, Trust me. And like, no kidding. A week of group therapy is like a year of one-on-one therapy. Wow. Because all of a sudden I realized, Hey, wait, I'm not alone. There's people like me and, and what my neighbor just asked a question about, I would have never been brave enough to ask, but I needed to hear that answer. And there's a lot of that that goes on in a group. So oh, be in groups, people. We, we need groups. We need each other. I love that. That is a perfect answer. <laughs> I'm sure to a lot of people, they will be like, um, totally, you know, like, they will change their mindset, how they, how they approach mm-hmm. a group coaching or a mastermind. If they say they can't do it, right. or it's not for them, Right. So you also mentioned, you also said that for many people, for many of us, like most successful entrepreneurs that don't know how they found their success, it's just, you know, like it happens over years of hard work, sleepless nights and maxing out credit card and a lot of failures and rejections. So how do you stay motivated? I'm sure for the past 
for the for the you know five years period of time, oh, yeah. it was hard, right? How did you keep going? How did you stay motivated when you just keep failing up? You know, failures after failures. I, can I give three very practical tips? This is what I do. Um, number one, I would have some friends around you or some colleagues who will encourage you along. So again, I'm in a mastermind as a student, as a participant, because I need support for me. I, I need to be able to show yeah. up and say, man, it's been a really hard week and be able to be vulnerable and say that. And what happens when we say that isn't just that somebody can help us with maybe an answer, but it kind of relieves a little bit of the pressure of the emotion of that week. And so having friends or colleagues or a mastermind or group, just have some people you can be like, I just want to talk once a month and get this stuff out. You know, that's, that's one yeah. thing. The second thing I would do is a practice of gratitude. Um, I, I have, I have a, I have a Sharpie marker with me right now and I have the word, I've got a long sleeve shirt and you can't see it, but I rewrite the word grateful or Uh thank you or um, something like that on my arm, like almost every day, because I want to remind myself, I, my, my my wife is like, why don't you just get a tattoo? (laughs) I get it over with because I need to remind myself and rewrite it. You know, your tattoos, you kind of get used to seeing them. I need to redo it. So I was at the park this morning with my dog, Blue, and I actually looked at Blue and I said, Blue, I'm grateful for you. Thank you for being out here with me. He doesn't speak English very well, but <laughs> but I like practice gratitude because that changes something about in our he- hearts and our heads. Um, so that's point number two. Point number three, if I may, is I have on my, on my phone here, I have a, a notepad, a list that allows uh-huh. me to like keep up with, it's a... It's a who I am list. Okay. It's like literally titled who I am. And I have things written down there that remind me of who I am. I'm smart. I'm driven. I actually want to help people. I actually know how to build good systems. I know how to hire good team members. I know I have written down. I know how to make X amount of dollars per week. I I, I write these things down because on a week when you're having a really bad week, you need to not remind yourself how horrible you are and how much you messed up. Yeah. You can remind yourself, oh, wait a second, I know how to do this stuff. I'm going to get back up and I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it happen. And that's, that's my third tip. I love these three tips. Oh my God. I love it. I only heard of the, the third one. They call it like the, your best list or something like that, you know, or some other names, but Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome because so much time we spend on thinking about things that we have not achieved, right? Or oh, I need this, I, I'm still not getting it. But we have to, on the other hand, look at all the things that we have achieved, already achieved in our life or be grateful for all the things that we already have in our day-to-day life, right? Mm-hmm. Also, I saw, um, I saw somewhere that you also do something uh, out of the box every day, right? Yeah, you've done your homework. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, because why why do you want to do something out of the box every day? And can you give us some examples? That doesn't mean that we have to do something out of the box in terms of in our business. Or it's just in general in our day-to-day life. I think it's in general everyday life. So the reason I do that is to kind of pattern interrupt my brain. So we get so work focused, so focused on picking up kids or your busy schedule or going to the grocery store, whatever you got to do, doing the laundry, cleaning the apartment, whatever it is. We get all focused on those things and we need a pattern interrupt that makes us smile and have fun Mm -hmm. every day. 
So for me, I, I try to think of something just new and random and different. So this is going to sound so silly. I can't believe I'm saying this right now. Um, we have, it's the holiday season when we're recording this. So we have these inflatable like animals in our front yard. Yeah. They're like other animals. Okay. Um, they're goats and flamingos. All right. We're not very traditional people in my family. So we have goats and flamingos, a bunch of them in our front yard, like a herd. It's really funny. Um, so I went out there this morning and I, um, <laughs> I went out there this morning and I took one of the inflatable goats and put it up against the tree and then tied one of its legs up the back leg. So it looks like it's, it's using the bathroom on the tree, like a dog. Because okay. we got a bunch of funny neighbors and they think our goats are hilarious. So I try to move them around so that our neighbors laugh. And I thought, oh my gosh, I need to have one of the goats going to the bathroom on a tree. So that sounds so silly, but it is. It, it made me laugh and it took me out of my work balance. I had to come in and do some stuff. Like it, it just gave me something to have fun with for a minute. I try to think of something creative, fun to do every day. Wow, that's, I, I think that is what we all have to do because so much we are so stuck in our routines or stuck in front of our computers and we're just like, I'm stuck here forever and I don't know, I, I'm feeling stuck. So that's really amazing. I think I'm going to start doing that, you know. Yeah, go get, go get an inflatable <laughs> goat. <laughs> what? Go, what get, go get one of those inflatable things in the front yard. Yeah, yeah. Gonna... <laughs> yeah I'm going to do something. So the other question I have is, I'm sure you have answered this question many, many times. What is your secret to success? I, I It's doing the work. Uh, we say at Group Coach Nation, do work, get results. We tell all of our masterminds that every day. Do work, get results. So you got to do the work. Here's the trick. You got to do the right work. Yeah. So, so find someone who you can trust, who has already done what you're doing. If you want to build group coaching programs or masterminds, like lean in, ask questions. We'll tell you what to do. Just do the right. If you want to build the brand the right way for your business, lean in to join. Do the work. Just make sure you're doing the right work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's so important. If you are doing the work, all the work, all the hard work, but you are not doing it right, it's just like uh, when I say uh, when it comes to personal branding, if you are not branding yourself right, then you are not doing it. You are not doing the work, right? And it's just a waste of time. So I think you also kind of answered the question. The other question I want to ask is, what is your one most powerful advice for all entrepreneurs who are like new? I think it will be the same answer, right? I would say do the work would be a good one. The second piece I'd say is get prospects. Um, a coach told me 15 years ago, he said, if you don't have a way to predictably generate on-profile leads, the right leads, you don't have a business. You're just getting lucky. If you don't have a way to generate on-profile leads, you don't have a business, you're just getting lucky. So go figure out how to how to control how many leads you get today. Wow. Okay, awesome. And that's exactly what you teach. So if you want to learn how to generate leads, go to Chris. I think he's the one. And um, yeah. before we move on to the final part of the podcast, is there anything that you really want to talk about or share? And perhaps I didn't ask you or didn't let you. You know, I just want to say what a privilege it is to be here. And I, I mean that truly. It's so fun to talk to you because you're somebody who understands world culture. You're, you're, you love getting to know new people. You're not judgmental. You're like really like engaging and you're willing to travel and, and be in uncomfortable places. Like that's, that's so unique. And that makes you an awesome business leader. Like that, that quality in you makes you a great business leader. So thank you for like sharing your brain, your heart with, with the rest of us. I really appreciate that. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. This is not about me. This is about you. <laughs> but yeah, I really appreciate it. And we we're just talking about, uh, so for my listeners, uh, a bit of backstory. We we're just talking about um, traveling. And I'm actually right now in Romania. I just arrived. And Chris was telling me it's awesome like, travel experiences in Romania back then. And we we're just talking about that. And uh, so we end all our episodes with final five rapid fire questions. So every question has to be answered in one word or one sentence maximum. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. First question. What is one thing you wish you knew earlier? How to generate leads. Second question. If you could live your life all over again, what would you do differently? I would get an advisor or mentor earlier in life. So it's related to business. Okay. <laughs> You are so serious. Yeah, <laughs> oh I'm God. thinking like this is this is the real answer. I'm just shooting you straight. Yeah. Okay. What is something you are trying to learn or curious about right now? Um, kite surfing. If you have five minutes and the whole world was listening to you, what would you say? Be kind. Oh, I love that. The last question is: What brings you joy? Relationships with my friends and family. Awesome. Thank you so much again for taking your time out and sharing with us so generously about your journey about and all the valuable tips that you have for our listeners today. Um, so where can I send people to you? Where is the best place for people to find you? Group Coach Nation. You can Google it or type it in. Just my name is Chris Williams. Groupcoachnation.com is the website. So love to see you there. If you're trying to build this expert-based business of group coaching or masterminds and you want your time back and your income up, just go to groupcoachnation.com. We have everything for beginners, advanced, and pro-level folks there for you, and we'll point you in the right direction. And I'll put all the links in the show notes, so make sure you check it all out. And um, all right, guys, I hope you learned a lot from this episode. I hope you are taking down notes and go back and listen again and again and again. Go follow Chris, go to his website, join his community, and check out all the amazing things that he is doing. It's just amazing. And if you're not following me, follow me on Instagram at joyan.chan. And please, if you're listening, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your IG story and take me and Chris, you know, what is your biggest takeaway? Or if you have any questions for me or Chris, you know. Um, so if you haven't subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. And I'll always leave you the same way as I leave you with every other episode. Show up. The world needs you and you need you. Thanks for listening and I wish you all a joyful and amazing day ahead. Thanks again to our sponsor, Get the Law of Attraction. Follow them on Instagram for daily spiritual enrichment and encouragement, especially if your spiritual ice cream cone is melting a bit, you will get a fresh scoop of your favorite flavor of spiritual encouragement and insights. Find your Joyan listeners will get $25 off when you go to their website and use promo code Joyan, J-O-Y-A-N, when you sign up for their Law of Attraction course and gratitude journal. Once again, that is Joyan, J-O-Y-A-N, for $25 off, and their links are in the show notes below. Thank you again for tuning to Find Joy with Joyan podcast. If you love and enjoy today's episode, you can help support this podcast in one of three ways. One, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your IG story and tag me at joyan.chan so I can repost and connect with you. 2. Share this podcast with a friend or family member. And 3. Leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts so we continue to grow and reach more listeners worldwide. And make sure you also subscribe so you don't miss out on any episode coming Wednesday. 
and my joyful friends. Until next time, keep showing up. Success doesn't show up for you until you show up and pursue your own success. Again, thanks for being here, and I will see you soon in the next episode.